Omis, welcome back to another News of the Week. It is Thursday, December 9th. Uh, we're actually releasing this one a little bit earlier than usual rather than Friday uh, because of the jam-packed week ahead being FOMO 4. Let's go. Excited for FOMO 4? Mark? Wait, it's not Mark. It's RCP. Welcome, RCP. Is this the first podcast? Hello. Yes, it is. First ever podcast. Why don't you tell some of the Omis, the uh, Agorians, kind of uh, what, what you're getting up to within Agora? So... 30-second elevator pitch, basically really been involved primarily with Agora, mostly writing pieces, so newsletter and uh, kind of spearheaded the insights, the Agora insights, which comes out on Thursdays. Quick plug there. And uh, yeah, I haven't done a lot of voice acting, so I'm sorry if I don't have a good radio voice, but uh, yeah, kind of just floating around trying to write as much as I can and trying to build conviction amongst the Omis. 100%. RCP is a long time core contributor and a uh, very much a valuable uh, member of Agora. So it's cool to have, we're going to try to kind of have this a uh, bit more rotating uh, roster just to kind of like uh, have, have people be a bit more familiar with different different kind of uh, voices within Agora because we kind of feel it's pretty important to decentralize the uh, the voices a bit and kind of get some more people into the into the fold and, and, and known in and around the community. Um, but let I'll run us run us through the editorial. I'm not I'm not really the editor, but um, you know obviously with FOMO coming up, um, we've got a really packed weekend. There's also uh, the redacted launch is kind of coming up any day now, um, and you know we had such a, a hard time fitting in all the different proposals this week uh, into the dispatch riders. At least like I mean we just kind of need to have them all into one big summary. But how can we when there's so much information? Uh, you know, nestled in, in, in all of those items. Um, but what's, what's the, what, I mean, we, we've already spoken about it, but how many FOMOs have we had and which one are we up to, RCP? Believe it or not, this is the fourth FOMO coming up this upcoming weekend. We got December 10th, uh, the first day for FOMO. I know Papa Fist Viscontes has his big poker tournament. Any poker-inclined omis, that'll definitely be good to look at. So we got music DJs, prizes, all kinds of stuff. And then we have December 12th, more of a speaker panel, more of a serious thing, kind of a uh, alpha leaks from the Wagme hackathon, which is Asfi's venture in the meat space, like he says. But yeah, definitely super bullish. FOMO 4 is going to be very exciting. Definitely tune in if you can. And then, yeah. uh, like I said, the event schedule, we have the 10th and the 12th, starting at 5.30 p.m. UTC on the 10th, which is around 9.30 a.m. for the Pacific time in the U.S. And then on the 12th, we have the... 9 p.m. UTC, which is around midday for the for the people in the U.S. Awesome, and I I can actually confirm there's a bit of a uh, could be potentially some extra DJs lined up for that first tenth session. You have to keep an eye in the Discord. I think you'll see an announcement there. And then we also had OIP 50, which is kind of the DAO's handling of uh, charitable contributions. So obviously, referring to OIP 49 and 49A. It was kind of proposed that there was some treasury funds kind of used to contribute to the Gitcoin round and the community kind of had some varied takes on that. And in response to kind of OIP 49, uh, one of the members put forward OIP 50, which kind of imposes a moratorium on the use of treasury funds or, or what could be described as funding charitable causes. And the OIP was kind of voted down snapshot to, uh, to kind of like a 65% in, uh, you know, uh, to 35% against and so 
you know, it, it, as we've kind of pointed out, like the ban kind of on charitable donations, not like where, you know, uh, banned forever. It's essentially just one of those things where if, if things do change in the way that we decide to kind of d- donate amongst different protocols, then we can kind of, the community is open to putting up another proposal and then voting on it again. It's not one of those things that are completely set in stone. So it's just more of like uh, the community kind of, you know, signaling that we want to be really careful the DAO funds and obviously not fund things that obviously don't make sense. So, but I think it's really important to see all the, the discourse on the forum. And I think the main thing that people, you know, potentially might have misinterpreted is that like, we actually weren't donating the, the specific funds, but it was more so the, we were like um, donating, like putting up a sum and then using the rebases of that sum to direct towards these different, you know, protocols being Gitcoin, for example. So yeah, I think I think everyone has their you know uh, you know differing ideologies, but I think at the end of the day, I think you know discourse makes protocols stronger. So definitely important important one to have your opinion on. And we we you know the stance at Agora, we like to kind of uh, support all opinions and and try to understand every view. Absolutely, and yeah, definitely one of the more contentious OIPs. Don't remember there being kind of that much parity since probably OIP 18, the reward rate reduction. So uh, I guess moving on to OIP 55, the Olympus grants, again, a lot less contentious. This was a 98% snapshot vote in favor. And this kind of has a little bit of an incubator feel, in my opinion. It's got pledging 1.5 million of DAO funds to projects and initiatives that kind of help grow Olympus, whether it's education, the infrastructure, or basically increasing the overall utility of OM. So Again, very popular, 98.5% approval. And we have some excellent homies, including yourself, on the committee here. So we have our own Dropkick Darren. We have Appleseed, Brian, Church, Jason, who's uh, on our Agora Spaces, Walemi Pine, who was uh, on the interview a few days ago, and then also Apollo, who was an OG. So a great committee there, and uh, looking forward to what you guys work out with uh, the Olympus Grants program. Yeah. I'm super excited to kind of see how that one kicks off. Like we, I just kind of jumped off a meeting with Wallamai and Appleseed to talk about the the way we can kind of gamify things uh, and the and the kind of the way we're going to set up our uh, systems behind the scenes to kind of allow for all these different kind of sections so homies can kind of upvote things. So we the idea is we really want to like kind of reward those who are kind of active participants but not necessarily have that power kind of go outside of the grants program so like if you're an active grants participant then that activity translates into having more voting power in certain grants so yeah very mm-hmm. very keen to kind of play with the, the design there oip we had the policy framework v2 oh so there's always policy i just can't deal with the all the all the giga brain kind of uh different tweaks to certain things but they've um kind of had a bit of an upgrade i guess uh, in line with the V2 migration, they've got the V2 framework, kind of an update from OIP 22, and this is OIP 56, so we've had a fair few proposals since then. But essentially, you know, some of the, the TLDR is like we've kind of outlined specific things within specific categories. So bonds, for example, kind of to change the general principles surrounding like the way that the policy team makes decisions in regards to bonds, you know, requires a community vote. But what doesn't require a community vote is to kind of create all sell new bonds, uh, you know, adjust or discontinue existing bonds, because as we've seen, 
you know, when something gets just kind of max capacity, then the policy team has to kind of act very quickly and kind of like shut off that bond, for example, to ensure that people aren't aping in and actually like hitting some kind of ceiling and their transactions are reverting. So, you know, we've got bonds, treasury assets, things that do require community votes is adding new treasury assets or eliminating assets from the street, eliminating, maybe removing, and then kind of adjusting the, the treasury asset mix outside of the kind of maximums that we have detailed in all the other proposals, like ETH being 33%, LUSD being 15%, DAI 80%, etc. And then we have liquidity, obviously, something that does need to go to a community vote is adding new liquidity pools and then creating liquidity incentives and setting those targets and then changing or discontinuing liquidity incentives before those targets have been met. But in the dispatch, we have linked a more detailed version of the framework. Definitely go read that one and get familiar. We might even try and simplify it into a nice graphic for you so so people can digest a bit better. Yeah, and I think this is a important one as well because for anyone that works in the DAO, you know things can be kind of slow. Uh, and when you have dynamic aspects like bonds and and liquidity, then you kind of need to be able to act fast. So I think it's really cool that Olympus has put forward, here's what we're going to do that requires a vote, and here's what we're going to do that we're going to be more tactical. And I think, again, most OMIs have gotten behind that proposal. So moving on to OIP 57, the Prime DAO token swap. So I found this one pretty interesting. I wrote this up in the dispatch this week. Basically what the Prime DAO team was proposing was a 250000 TWAP, so a time-weighted average price swap in return for 500k of their tokens, which equates to about 0.5% of the supply. It's a little bit lower than some of the other swaps we've been doing, but I think in general it's a smaller allocation as well. And what Prime though is, uh, from everything I've gathered through the AMA and also some reading, is that they're trying to build like DAO to DAO. So in traditional meat space, you have B2B business to business, and now you have Prime Duck trying to build out like the D2D, the, the DAO to DAO products, which is pretty cool. They have some like initial suite of products, including Prime Launch, which is their token offering platform. I kind of got like copper vibes from it. Prime Rating, which is a framework for quantifying protocol risk. Again, like your Moody's or S&P in the, in the meat space finance world. Prime Pools, which is an interface that facilitates DAO governed liquidity pools. And then you have Prime Deals, so again, a DAO to DAO, a D2D platform where DAOs can propose, negotiate, execute deals between one another. And their big motivation for this partnership and, and the token swap was that through Olympus Pro, they're trying to build this mutual symbiotic relationship with all these protocols. And then something like a Prime DAO that provides a suite of products or softwares or whatever it may be can be very beneficial and vice versa for them using our services. So this has gone to a snapshot. Again, super popular. I think it's over 98%. So looks like the OMIs are pretty pleased with it. Again, I think some of the initial pushback was that maybe it's a little too small of an allocation at only 0.5%. But again, it looks like this is going to move forward, at least right now in the snapshot. Yeah, well, it's also cool because I can see us doing, you know, utilizing a lot of these things. And then also having that percentage ownership is it's also like a big pro. Speaking of pro, we have the Olympus Pro Cohort 4. So this one, I mean, I don't know if it's crazy to keep up with all the protocols. We might need to release something over at Agora so we can help some of the OMIs keep up with all the OP partners and get to know them a bit better. But essentially, we've launched with Fixed Forex, ThorSwap, Unslashed, Gelato Network, Ichi, and Sandclock. We've kind of linked 
everything to do with the partners there in the dispatch. And yeah, I think the especially the fixed 4X one is definitely a, a big launch considering all the different you know, kind of pairs that they, they have on their platform. And Andre Cronier is the kind of founder or the man who spun it up initially. And he's been kind of like quite, quite well-known in the DeFi space and gave us a lot of praise in the way we've executed, you know, Olympus Pro with, with that team specifically. And yeah, it's just really cool to see you know, the partnerships team really, really smashing out some of these cohorts. Yeah, I was going to mention, I haven't even heard of some of these prior to their announcement of OP partnerships, but kind of learning about them has, has been really interesting because there are some really cool ones. Uh, Fixed Forex you mentioned. Gelato Network is kind of like using ETH bots to automate smart contracts. So for the big brains out there, that's definitely really cool. Unslashed is an insurance product that's used by Lido and some other big players. So yeah, definitely again, super bullish for Olympus Pro getting all these potentially really big names partners. And then so Greek community some of the members of the DAO that are able to speak or, or write in Greek have translated Medium articles. So we linked them in the dispatch, but kind of funny to see. We've kind of taken our theme of ancient Greek history, and, and now we have Medium articles in Greek. So kind of a full circle effect. Pretty cool there. Uh, they got the Medium link, the Twitter, and also the Telegram. Oh, awesome. They got a Telegram as well. That, that's so cool. We had the November policy report up next. Policy being busy this month, where they kind of give you a bit of an insight into everything that, that's going on. So updating you with the current reward rate, but it remains unchanged in line with the OIP 18 framework. But obviously pay attention to that because we're reaching our kind of like supply band in the framework uh, and then kind of talks about the bond capacities, like the treasury's kind of accumulated an additional $260 million worth of assets through the bonding mechanism, the total bond capacity Today is roughly around 6.6 million, which is actually crazy when you think about it. And we've kind of seen the policy team add OM wrapped ETH bonds, our wrapped BTC bonds. And obviously, we have accumulated almost upwards of $100 million worth of uh, OM ETH uh, LP bonds, which is crazy. And obviously, the strategic policy considerations for the month, they're just kind of like really looking to create better balances of treasury assets and you know, acquiring and, and kind of trialing out different strategic assets through the kind of pilot asset program, which is essentially, you know, they only, they kind of trial a specific asset potentially for 30 days. Uh, and then if they're kind of unhappy with that, then they'll kind of uh, deprecate that asset in particular. And then what would normally happen if they w- it was a success, a specific asset would go to a community vote to add it indefinitely. But yeah, a lot of stuff going on in and around policy and yeah, always, always need more more kind of alpha and uh, insights from that team. Next up, the GSR market making proposal. So we actually did an announcement probably only about a couple hours ago for Mortal. And this is definitely going to be a conversation that we, we see make pretty big waves moving forward. Basically, GSR is a market maker, a centralized exchange kind of protocol. And they trade over $5 billion a day at this point. But their proposal was that they take an ohm and use it, twenty five thousand, and then they end up providing it back to us at a at a future value of twelve fifty a month per ohm in the sixth month, and then fifteen hundred per ohm in the twelfth month. And while I bring up the award tool announcement, was he actually put a proposal saying let's start taking conversations from market makers because at some point, as he links to a Zeus quote, this is inevitable. Centralized ohm will exist at some point. 
we are permissionless decentralized protocol. Olympus is, sorry, not we. But again, this is a conversation that's going to be very poignant in the next few weeks as this proposal and uh, there was also a proposal by Wintermute. So I think the key point to highlight here is that we're not necessarily looking at Olympus providing Geom, which is the governance token, because I know that would probably be a big worry for a lot of the OMIs, is that giving a centralized entity governance power. I think the big thing is that uh, even Zeus mentioned in one of the posts, and I think we have a link there. Definitely go read it, this this recent proposal. For sure. Like and I, I think, think we could say we. You're, you're a community manager, DKD. I think we could say we at this <laughs> like point. I think as a protocol, I think it's kind of important that we yeah. understand that money you know, also needs to circulate outside of the DeFi playground that we all play in. I think it's also, it's just good to create different offerings for people who aren't, who have no idea how to gain access to this kind of, you know, experimental financial system. But saying that, I think it's really important that we have those options. So there are lots of discussion going on about, you know, who we should endorse as a market maker and whether we should have like on file a few. So definitely important to keep in mind omis as we move forward um, and we can start to get a better consensus and also where everyone else feels in kind of helping Om move somewhat off DeFi in some regard yeah and one quick final point on that i think just the fact that an entity will make a proposal in our forum is definitely a positive so i think that was another thing mentioned by zeus is that they're coming to us they're they're providing a proposal they want to do an ama they want to hear feedback i think that's a very positive thing compared to a more hostile approach that could be taken by other centralized entities. So a hundred percent. Next up, Omis, we had the rocket pool kind of request for comment. Again, the forum's gone crazy. Rocket pool. It's kind of like a decentralized non-custodial ETH to staking service. And they seek to make staking accessible to everyone. And currently have a TVL of over $140 million in ETH. Rocket pool in conjunction with a few Omis are kind of, you know, testing the waters within the community, seeing whether we can kind of deploy up to 5% of the treasury ETH to kind of receive staking uh, rewards and uh, ETH tokens. So yeah, that's a definitely an interesting one. I'm not like super well informed on uh, ETH2 staking. Uh, admittedly, I've just been too busy <laughs> in, in uh, doing everything in uh, Olympus, but I definitely would like to get a better understanding of, of the kind of ETH2 staking infrastructure. But I think Rocket Pool uh, as it stands, and Lido is obviously another one as well. Rocket Pool is extremely decentralized, so it's, it's great to see that we're kind of um, putting forward those values and looking to partner yeah. with something that's immutable. Yep, very exciting, and I think it's good to know that the Treasury team will do risk audits prior to making any decision, so the OMIs can rest well knowing that any if we were to move forward with a Rocket Pool or Lido or whatever it may be, can rest assured that the risk auditing team within the treasury branch will definitely do their due diligence first and uh yeah definitely exciting for eth2 and kind of the migration of proof of stake and all that stuff so moving on to the omi smash brothers so little fun thing here pause who's who's pretty well known on twitter is developing a metaverse game that's kind of featuring the quote-unquote smash brothers of crypto which is different DeFi protocols and he's offering up an olympus stage so you can think of the Typical Smash Brothers, if you've ever played it, they have the stages in different settings. He actually created a really cool Olympus stage, and he's offering it in exchange for 33 ohm. So so pretty funny. He's definitely an ohm if he's requesting payment in ohm, so 
that's cool. And I think it's definitely a fun thing that people would definitely get behind. It's not a large amount of money and it's kind of just a fun thing. So pretty yeah. exciting. The art is really cool. So if you get a chance, click on that link and uh, also follow Paz on Twitter as he also talks about home from time to time. Yeah, I think we've linked um, his Twitter in the dispatch so you can go look at his amazing little animations that he does from time to time about all the crypto and Twitter influencer people. Uh, it's, it's definitely entertaining. Next up, we had the Phantom DAO, again, request a comment to kind of align you know, on the Phantom Network. So they're kind of looking to kind of use um, Ohm's mechanics to kind of bootstrap like uh, a kind of treasury to use it kind of like a VC sense. And, and yeah, you, maybe you can kind of tell us a bit more about this one, RCP. I know you joined the AMA earlier today. It's it's definitely an exciting protocol. I mean, I think you probably have more to say than me. I'll, I'll let you go a little bit more on it. But I think the fact that they have a friendly kind of approach with the providing 3.3%, the meme number of its initial token, I think that's definitely a big part of it. And I think that friendly forks are probably going to make it a lot easier than faux forks in the long term. Yeah, hundred percent. Like I think that they're kind of looking to give three point three three percent, like you said, RCP of their initial kind of token supply, uh, and they're kind of looking to really be that kind of accelerator on on Phantom, and it can kind of tie into the incubator that we are starting to like really uh, refine within Olympus. We're kind of being a bit quiet with the incubator. We've already got a fair few applications and deals in the pipeline, but it's really important that we kind of get our systems right first. So then, you know, let's say imagine we we've get like hundreds and hundreds then you know the idea would be like if there's any on phantom and then phantom DAO themselves could, could you know could potentially um you know work in some capacity to take some of those deals that we like otherwise would pass on like there's a lot of different synergies that that can happen over time um and yeah they also uh, intend to keep 10 percent of their treasury in geome so constant buy pressure uh, for geome over time and they also you know mentioned that they could potentially uh, up that percentage over time as well Absolutely. Uh, next up, we got CVX bond switched off. So per the outlined policy kind of uh, proposal, Olympus has accumulated 1% of the convex supply Ooh. and they've turned the bonds off. That's so awesome. this is pretty funny because I was actually looking at the market value chart on the Dune analytics and you see kind of a little sliver of green, which is the CVX market cap. And it's funny to see that we so quickly accumulated that much 1% of their of their supply. So again, definitely a credit to how well the bonding system works, but definitely kind of funny that it, it was on and off so quickly after accumulating 1% of the supply. Yeah, it is crazy. And then next up we had Umami, which is a request for feedback previously 02 ohm. It's a fork of Olympus on Arbitrum. We're talking about lots of forks today. They kind of wish to take a million uh, you know, equivalent of uh, umami tokens from its treasury and provide that to uh, to Olympus. And in turn, uh, Ohm would need to kind of devote $1 million equivalent in G-Ohm to pair with umami to build up kind of that uh, umami G-Ohm LP on Arbitrum. So getting more G-Ohm pairs in and around the Arbitrum ecosystem is a win-win. And the umami team also asked that Ohm devote 15% of its Proteus Arbitrum incentives towards supporting uh, that specific pair. So a request for feedback, guys, go uh, kind of join the discussion. We've got the link in the dispatch. We'll link it in the, uh, in the show notes uh, if you want to go have uh, kind of share your thoughts there. Next up, we got the Omi of the Week. So this week, the Omi of the Week is IRC, one of my personal favorites. I, I definitely have lurked around and, and seen his stuff across Treasury Policy and the partnership teams. He's got the bong bear 
PFP, so you know he's legit. You know he's an Omi, an OG Omi. And I think this, the funniest thing is his first message in the in the Olympus Discord was, I'll, I'll quote it here: "We should hire Morgan Freeman to do the Omi documentary in ten years." So that was when we were still a that was still when Olympus was still a young protocol, <laughs> and now that time span looks a lot shorter. <laughs> I was gonna say, let's Probably hope two let's or three hope, years. Let's yeah. hope Morgan Freeman is uh, still alive in ten years, and also. I mean, we could also get Hard Rock Nick. It'll be a, it'll be tough to decide. I guess we'll have to put it to a community vote. <laughs> Twitter thread. It's a revisit of Olympus um, by none other than Aspie himself. Created a really comprehensive thread on you know what is Olympus DAO and you know what is it creating? Why does it matter? I would recommend you go check out every single one of Aspie's threads. He always writes uh, in such a succinct manner and does a really good job at explaining concepts to people who otherwise would have no idea what he what other people are talking about agreed he is the og threador of olympus oh he uh, is he definitely is and i was a little bit upset because i wanted to use that thread for the editorial of the insights but i guess i'll have to find another one but yeah definitely check that thread out it's it's a good deep dive for sure and our omi profile this week was shreddy one of our core contributors over at the olympus agora he is a beast he is a rock star, literally a rock star. And they kind of talk about his life before crypto and, and has come up and he's always been a uh, music lover and a guitar player and it just fits perfectly. He, I know he recently did the sound bank, which you guys should all tech, check out on the Agora YouTube. It's fantastic. And definitely he's working some some more angles within uh, kind of the music world and Olympus. And there's we have some really cool stuff coming, guys, uh, on, on the music front. I, I'll say I'll just say that you yeah, can't leak can't leak too much alpha. I think uh, Shreddy leading the sound bank. I think there's a lot of cool things that we'll yeah. kind of look to explore as a team. And yeah, excited to really help everyone build that out and see where Agora moves into yeah, early next year. And we had the meme of the week uh, for all those who haven't seen what is that TV show again? I forget the name of it. Um, Thirteen Reasons Why. That's the one, and it's this kind of. Uh, if, I mean, if you haven't seen it, it might not be as funny for you, but it's uh, kind of the, uh, again, I forget the girl's name. Um, the girl's name is Hannah. Uh, Hannah, yeah, that's Hannah. right. Yeah, Hannah, my uh, lovely partner's name. How could I forget? Uh, and she's like, there's like this thing where she's like seeing this kind of boy or something, and then she kind of like gets like uh, flustered, but it's like, so they've got like a, instead of a boy, it's like a picture uh, of the ohm chart with like as a smiley face kind of thing or like a scary face almost uh but it's like very unsettling um and i don't know i don't know how we source these like where are these people creating these memes they need to we need to get them in agora like asap yeah we need, we need more memery we need more kind of like meme smith send them our way because we're building up uh a little group of creatives to kind of you know take DeFi by storm so yeah, that was that was a definitely a funny one, and uh, yeah, Gore definitely needs a, a CMO, a chief meme officer. So if oh, anyone yeah. knows anyone, send them our way. Send them into exactly. the Olympus DAO Discord, into the uh, into the Agora section. hundred percent, hundred percent. Now let's uh, let's run through the uh, state of the DAO. Sure. So we can start with uh, community content. So again, right now the the V two migration is on top of everyone's mind. With I would say that so far the successful release of Proteus, uh, everyone's thinking about v2 migration and the content team has been com- pumping out a lot of content faqs and also different translations so there's a french translation a german translation a chinese translation 
support all the non-English speaking Omis, which again, we should never tie ourselves to one language. That's silly. So very grateful for all the translators in, in the, in the DAO. Uh, and I'll do marketing and design quick too. We also have the, the all these apps on the UI of the website. So basically what you can do is group some transactions within a wallet to SOM. So if that's something you're interested in, definitely check that out. It's on the main page of the, uh, on the main sidebar of the Olympus DAO website. And just as a reminder, never click on a link from Google to the Olympus DAO. Always keep in your bookmarks and always make sure it's app.olympusdao.finance because will... there have been scams. Oh yeah. There are always plenty, be scams. Right? And there's like a, the one way to look at it is if you're on, like really take note of the way the link is formatted because sometimes it's spelt wrong or you'll get like dms from people in discord being like hey join this you know nft project and the discord link will be spelt wrong and then if you click on it you'll most likely be some kind of um sift through your 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 wallet or kind of like reverse the way that you would normally confirm and then get access to your account which would not be any good so definitely pay attention to what you're clicking on omis and always um like like rcp said bookmark things bits of the week anything kind of like olympus adjacent or just anything in general what are you excited about over this last week what's what's happened for you rcp so i was pondering this because i knew this was going to come up so basically i'll I'll tie back to again i'll I'll plug the agora insights uh the editorial was kind of zoom out take a deep breath and zoom out and it can be scary when number go down and when percentages go down uh, and, and your portfolio, your net worth goes down. But I think it's important to always take a step back and realize where you source your conviction from. So for me, my Zen place is Shadow's amazing Olympus Dune dashboard. And I go and I see the number of OMIs growing. I see the risk revalue growing. I see the treasury assets staying stable or growing. I see Olympus Pro growing. And I see all these exciting metrics and the only one that's a little bit disappointing, honestly, is, is market cap. And that's kind of helped reignite my conviction and also say LP fees um, becoming a new source of revenue over 200000 a day, it seems like consistently. That's another one. But I think it's always important to take a deep breath, take a step back and just kind of say, why am I here? Why am I involved with Olympus? Uh, and for me, that Zen moment is looking at the dashboard. It could be anything, but uh, again... Don't get, don't get lost in the echo chamber of crypto Twitter where people are panicking or euphoric at any given moment. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's just important to to always take a step back and realize why you're doing something. And that's my little oh, that's hype, lovely. hype speech. Oh, that's, uh, <laughs> that's, a lovely, that's a lovely way to round things out. Um, yeah, I, I think it's really important to like um, have that strong thesis uh, for yourself so you can kind of like, um, you know, in, in moments of... Uh, you know, distress or like at maybe not like you personally, but like, I guess, market distress, you can kind of rest, rest cozy and easy knowing, knowing that you are, are doing something for specific reasons. So yeah, I also constantly work on my thesis, uh, my mental thesis, uh, but yeah, definitely, definitely recommend uh, in these volatile markets. Uh, I think my bit of the week, hmm, I don't know, I'm, I'm excited about being the, the community manager, at least like trying to like, connect the uh, main discord uh, to the DAO a bit better using um, you know, all the talented people that come to the main discord and getting them more involved in the DAO, but then also um, you know, spicing up the main server a bit more and, and making it a, um, 
you know, a bit, bit more lively as it's really hard. It's a hard thing to do once you have 60,000 people in there to please. You definitely can never please all of them, but you can do your best to essentially create, um, you know, a, a, at least create more activities and, and more more things that bring people closer together or help people align, um, you know, which, which is what Olympus does so successfully. So taking that kind of um, energy and trying to like, inject it back into the main discord is definitely something i'm i'm excited about so and then obviously with all everything happening over at agora and in every other little little part of the dow that i'm in i'm just really excited going into the new year um to like essentially work full-time olympus so super excited awesome yeah and agora has been an amazing ride <laughs> i know it's uh going from like the agora read aloud uh, being the first kind of version <laughs> of the podcast to where we are now and um, you know onboarding some some crazy uh, talent going to new year and upgrading our systems and the way that the community can uh, yeah, take more of an active hand in things and yeah it's really exciting but we also need a break so I think I think we'll kind of have like a little Chrissy break not that everyone celebrates Christmas but at least having like at least two or three uh, weeks off kind of like mid-December so the 20th I think we're thinking so we'll, we'll look to kind of pre-record a few uh, little apps over that time, or maybe we'll just like relieve you with no content, kind of make you appreciate us more. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. That's, uh, that's the kind of, that's, that's where we're heading. Um, any any final final thoughts before we close this one out, RCP? No, I think we wrapped it up nicely. And uh, yeah, definitely, if you miss us, let us know, because we, we really appreciate any feedback we get from, from the Omis and any listeners. So. 100%. Definitely love to hear it. 100. Uh, percent One plus one equals three. I'll leave it there, homies. That is Thursday, the 9th of November, and we'll catch you during some recaps for FOMO. See you guys.